I have heard that this G-O-D guy means real business. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> is this Batman speaking? So it is. <laughs> Batman. Apparently, he has a connection with all of us. He says he loves the world so much that he is going to give his son this new superhero. He's here to save the world from the villain, Sin. Which, to be fair, does sound like a Batman villain. I'm going to have to kill myself when this is over. You really channeled Christian Bale Batman, which I yeah, appreciate. That's the old, what, what other Batman is there? I have heard that this G-O-D guy means real business. <laughs> Shit. Is this Batman speaking? It's it so is. Good. Batman. Apparently, he has a connection with all of us. He says he loves the world so much that he is going to give his son this new superhero. He's here to save the world from the villain, Sin. Which, to be fair, does sound like a Batman villain. I'm going to have to kill myself when this is over. You really channeled Christian Bale Batman, which I yeah, appreciate. That's the old, what, what other Batman is there? Hello and welcome to another episode of Grown Up Christian. I'm Casey. I'm Sam. I'm Jeremiah. The I'm April. Yeah, I didn't know which order we were supposed to be going in. I know that I'm last I figured I was, normally. Oh, I figured I was last. You guys arrived I'm, I'm, at the I'm door at the last. same time and then went, oh, 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 <laughs> nope, you. You're like, like the people. It's a homeschool that... uh, volleyball match. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is you... homeschool volleyball. I have All the personal way. experience with that. So it's like when you, you have to put your together and you have to clasp them to your chest too and look down at the floor. <laughs> you just try up. not to get well, it in homeschool volleyball. Yeah. Like if no. someone moves and you move at the same time, you both are just like, oh, and you move, both go back and the ball hits the ground. And then that happens over and over again for about three hours. And that's decade. <laughs> that's because you've been taught submissiveness and passivity for a decade of your life. Yeah. No, I think it's just we're not used to like interacting with large groups of other kids. You're used to interacting yes. with like two or three. Also, at a time. yes. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of well, a lot of reasons. In my family, it was a little a little more than that, but <laughs> that's true. In mine too, I didn't remember how many siblings you had, but it was six of us. Six. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so a lot of yeah. kids. A lot of kids. It's I, crazy to although, me that parents homeschool that many kids. Well, I guess it, it makes sense. Like you'd be want to get out of the way of the little children so you don't stomp them to death. No, and I was one of the biggest that to ones. Everyone. No, so it doesn't. That didn't actually bother me at all. I was the the oldest brother, so <laughs> oh. it's, it's fine to run them over. They're durable. They're totally fine. He like you be the best into the kitchen the like Majin Boo, <laughs> Majin Jeremiah. As normal, I don't get your references, Casey. <laughs> I believe they're funny, but I don't understand it. <laughs> I understand them. You have to listen to 30 hours of podcasts a week while driving to understand some of Casey's references. <laughs> yeah. It's where you can watch Dragon Ball Z. Oh, yeah. You guys would... not watch Dragon that's, Ball Z? That's no. I was never allowed to watch hours. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I'm, I'm not doing that. That's too much. <laughs> I've tried to get into anime like three or four different times. I'm no. usually about a half episode in and I'm like, yeah, I just don't think this is for me. Like, I don't think it's a quality problem. I think I just hate it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you, man. I, anime does nothing for me. Uh, my foster son put on one uh, one piece is like the huge one that's like getting now it's even bigger because oh they did gosh. the Netflix show about it. But like, 
I heard a bunch about it. It's been on forever. There's like over a thousand episodes. I'm like, it must be. A, oh man, it must be like you know maybe a top tier anime or something. And he just had it on in the living room while I was making dinner, and I was just like, what? is this this is insane and he's like it's one piece and i was like this is one piece this is the show that people think is amazing i was like floored by how much i absolutely hated it yeah <laughs> i think uh being in the the cosplay realm i think there was a why there was a, a time period where casey and i were like we were like okay i need to consume every type of uh quote unquote nerd media in order to be seen as a relevant and well-rounded human being and to, <laughs> to be taken seriously so we tried there's a couple anime shows that we liked or animes oopsie um but for the most part it is not for me it is too screechy yep what are and, what are two what's one that was like this is fine or this is okay death note was really good death note was good there was one screechy character that was annoying but that's pretty good for an anime. There's usually at least like three or four. Is Castlevania anime, or is that just like one that's, of the ones that is doesn't that American? I think so. It Sometimes looks they like, like anime. are in the anime style, but know. they're like, it's not real anime, and everyone just acts yeah, like that's... they're the biggest loser for not knowing the difference between real and fake that's anime. The thing I learned, like, if it's made in America, it's not anime, and I'm just like, I don't care. <laughs> I, I've never watched one of those movies. You know the the. Uh... It's like Studio Jiggly or whatever. Ghibli. Ghibli. Jigglypuff. Yeah. Ghibli. I've never watched one of those movies, but people just love them. I actually did watch one with my friend Tegan, and it was it was cute. It was like a low key sort of anime I thing. I don't even know what that studio is. So, like I'm Spirited out. Away, um, Howl's yeah, Moving Castle, oh, the Totoro. Totoro. Um, is that how you say it? Yeah. Is it that too? And uh, oh, what's what's the one that we literally just watched? The Kiki serves the... divorce papers. Yeah, we watched <laughs> that one. <laughs> oh my god! Anyway, yeah, those ones, those ones are they're like they call them like cozy sort of stuff, kind of cozy. Okay, thingy. that sounds all right. Yeah. I just don't like it so, when like their mouth gets really big and the little water droplets come out of their eyes and they're like. It's like anime. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You either like, you either are down for like anime antics or you're not. I think. Yeah, I think uh, it's too much. I think it's the female characters get me too because they're either like brash and loud and annoying, which I don't like, or they're like, uh, as Taylor Swift would put it, a sexy baby. <laughs> yeah, that they're was. Like, they're like walking sex dolls. They, is all that they are. Yeah, they act like babies, but they have giant cans and they have a body of a twelve-year-old. I was yeah, at some so. friend's house Creepy. years ago, and they were trying to convince me that like not all animes are weird. That's where the conversation was starting. I've had people try to yeah. convince me of that too. Well, the Dude. one they decided to play for me, I don't even remember what it was, but it had the sexy baby character in it and they were explaining that like she only appears to be 14 she's actually has the soul of a dragon that's a thousand years old i was like i'm out no yeah that's like a trope now everybody makes fun I of that it. i know i couldn't it. believe it because i thought like surely that's a joke and then this they were actually explaining it that way they could just tell by my face they were like okay like it's a little problematic and i was like yeah it's really <laughs> justifying like thinking about 14 year olds there's like a there's a lot of like uh, <laughs> like 
I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of noise in anime too. Like, yeah, so never just like look at something and and notice it. It's always like, oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, uh, oh. Uh. It's like, oh, he's afraid. Those are afraid noises. Oh, 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 oh my god! It's it's always I, like that. Or I don't you know. I have to edit that part out. I think. Yeah. So all of Casey's gonna get flagged. You're gonna get demonetized for that. I'm sure YouTube's a like like a um, copyright scrubber will pick that up and source it to some sort of, it'll source it to like, you know, uh, my hero academia or something like that. <laughs> Is that a sound you're familiar with April? <laughs> what a sound. That's, that's the sound you're really familiar with, isn't it? Oh yeah. Casey likes to, to make it to annoy me <laughs> to remind what... me why I don't, delve into the anime community very much i go i go low with my love groans i go oh my god guttural real guttural <clears throat> yeah yeah oh. a... two three or four oh, it hurts that wasn't enough okay great <laughs> <laughs> he likes to make tough guy noises so it's supposed to sound yeah. like a hernia that's what you're describing yeah yeah it's uh, been interesting learning to survive in the desert <laughs> He heard someone do a deadlift once and was like, I can make that sound too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So anyway, it's um, Christmas time. Can I? Yes. So I have some (laughs) Christmas content for us today that I think is going to be really fun. Yeah. And the first, so I found the first thing while sourcing the second thing. Um, it was an article on churchleaders.com that says, and this is, okay, it's, you'll see, never mind. The, the title of the article is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer's Plot to Ruin Christmas and America. Written by Kirk Cameron. <laughs> uh, has a no, picture this of recent. this guy. <laughs> Kirk hasn't made news in a minute. No, he was um, interviewed by some uh, QAnon guy recently about pedophilia in Hollywood. Okay. Oh. We'll have to follow up on yeah, that. Anyway. He was close <laughs> to that 30 years ago. Yeah, not trying. <laughs> not, not on the end. Uh, he's more on the victim end of it 30 years ago, but sure. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. No, no, that concept, not- no, no, no. I was just making a joke. I was keeping the bit going. That's not in the interview. Kirk Base. <laughs> all right, so... I feel like now we have to just finish this up. I'm sorry for derailing it. Uh, he he, pretty much he could tell like you could tell that Kirk wasn't aware who this guy was who was interviewing him before he was interviewing him, and so he just politely was like, "Well, I, I didn't really see any of that, but Hollywood is evil," and just kind of launched into his normal spiel. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, I don't know that Satan uses it in that way, but <laughs> let me tell you, he definitely uses it. <laughs> Well, anyway, I'm sorry, so Casey. This is an article. It's written about a guy named Andrew Torba. Is that a name that you guys are familiar with? No. Mm-mm. So he's an ultra conservative web commentator. Self-proclaimed oh, ultra. <laughs> I I don't think he would object to that terminology. And it starts off by saying that he turned on the radio a few weeks ago and discovered a secret war on Christmas. Oh, see, this is a, so. This is a covert operation. Yeah, real, this is um, like the Nick Fury spinoff of yeah, War. Yeah, real insurg- It's a real insurgency. Um, 
so he says it's not the one fought by quote libs on the sides of Starbucks cups or in city buses destination displays reading happy holidays, but by Rudolph Frosty and a few mostly deceased Jewish songwriters. Uh, See where this is going? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. If if you have to call out that they're Jewish, you know this is going into an interesting area. I'm impressed he said Jewish instead of just like, you know, globalist songwriters or or trying to dance around it. He's just going (laughs) with the hard J. right? He's a warrior, that's why. He's dark MAGA. He's battle-hardened. <laughs> says in a November 21st episode of his Parallel Christian Society podcast, Torba, founder of the alt right social media platform Gab and co author of, oh. listen to this book title, Christian Nationalism, a biblical guide for taking dominion and discipling nations, expressed discipling. his dismay at sure. learning that many popular Christmas songs were written by American Jews. Uh, doesn't he really he could have just called the book manifest destiny the sequel and it would have been just as good <laughs> manifest destiny Two: camps are cool <laughs> um it says is drawing mainly from a review of a kosher christmas in the israeli newspaper Haaretz, dating to 2012 torba recounted how many of the season's most popular songs white christmas Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Surprise, Let White It Snow, Christmas doesn't do it for him. and A Holly Jolly Christmas, to name a few, Aww. were written by mm, Jews. Those songs, Torba claimed, were part of a conspiracy to kick Christ out of Christmas that turned a celebration <laughs> of the birth of Jesus into a winter holiday with room for Jews. Oh my Knowing God. this, <laughs> he doesn't even care about you. <laughs> And, and equipped with this knowledge now, how could you allow your household to be filled with this music? Tor- Tobra asked his listeners. What music? Jewish music? Like, I think Rudolph music. He it's... denies that Hanukkah is a holiday. It just doesn't yeah. exist to him. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's got plenty of opinions on that. Oh, well, wait. Mm, okay, hang on. Yeah, we're getting ahead now. Oh. Torba's suspicions were also raised when he found that, along with ruining Christmas, Jews in America celebrate Hanukkah, and that American presidents have acknowledged the Jewish holiday. How dare they? Can you imagine? How dare you acknowledge things that exist parallel to you? Has in he heard life? about Kwanzaa yet? Is that coming up? <laughs> oh, he's going to say, that was just made up by a person, as if like other things weren't. Ah. <laughs> uh. So here's his quote on it. Wow. Incredible. Incredible how this happened, he said. (laughs) In a Christian nation, it takes this relatively minor Jewish holiday and turns it into the prominent holiday that is celebrated in our White House. Isn't that something? It's something. He's got a lot of, like, poignant takes on things. Yeah, it's funny because, like, um... He he acts like it's taking over in the sense that people who aren't Jewish celebrate that holiday. And like there it makes sense if he wants to be angry at like um it's stupid. I I but I can follow the logic pattern if he wants to be angry at like uh making uh, making Christmas like just a a cultural holiday that's devoid of any religious meaning. And if he, I, that's like the classic thing to rail against which 
sure. Like if you want to, if you want to go down the road, I could see why you would take the steps to get there, but, um, shouldn't he be more concerned with like atheists and secular people bastardizing his holiday than people celebrating people of a different faith and only that faith exclusively celebrating a holiday that they really have no inter they don't interrupt on christmas traditions in any way at all it's that's pretty uh an interesting I feel like you missed the part where i said jew oh yeah <laughs> you have to, yeah you gotta say when you say it like that i, I get I hear it differently. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. <laughs> so this is this is like such a classic like uh evangelical nut like thing. This is this is such a great like evangelical tactic for making a point about it's like what the you're white trying Jesse to say. Lee Peterson. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> this is uh Torba cited the Heretz article which quoted the last the late American novelist Philip Roth describing White Christmas as a song that took Christ out of Christmas. It's just they always like managed to dig up like one guy who said something that like somehow makes their point in like this most roundabout way and it's therefore indicative of like this oh, enormous yeah. conspiracy yeah. to like destroy your your family and take your children away it's like your, have, your white white relatives quoting candace owens does he have any <laughs> yeah. thoughts on mariah carey writing all i want for christmas is you and talking about how all you should want for christmas is jesus oh i Menorah bet you carey? about that <laughs> you what menorah carey Men- oh casey <laughs> <laughs> oh quote People who hate and reject Jesus Christ and whose faith and identity centers around that rejection wrote subversive songs to de-Christ Christmas, he said. This is a problem and Christians deserve to know about it so they can adjust their listening habits during the Christmas season accordingly. There's such an irony to this, like their belief of in that, like Christ is all powerful and coming back to judge everybody with a sword and slaughter his enemies. And then being like, they left his name out of a song and that ruined everything for me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's It's like you can't. It's so true. It's like you can't enjoy anything like you can like compartmentalize almost it's like yeah i can celebrate this as jesus birthday but i can also enjoy rudolph the red-nosed reindeer just do like, the same can... compartmentalization you do when you're buying gifts setting up a tree uh yeah. doing all of the other carols that don't mention jesus like the 300 different work focused holiday parties we all have to go to and oh my enjoy. god like that's the real re- christmas ruiner work christmas I, I, parties. those are all coming up this week for me i have three more days of work left for the year and there's christmas parties on every single one of them and i am oh. not looking forward to it Ooh, and we it, just had our christmas party last night and it was uh what it was like it was western it was called, like, themed yeah they called it like jingle bells and blue jeans or something like that no, it was like it was like grindstones and something did you wear a bolo tie he did. I did. With, hell yeah, with a dude. C on it. <laughs> for Christmas? For Christmas. Yes. No, for Christ. Oh. <laughs> it's for all of those things. I was thinking of a different C word, but that's fine. <laughs> You're always thinking of that C word. It's a funny yeah, word. Yeah, what's what what is a what is with that? <laughs> it's because it's so funny. I, I know it rubs some people the wrong way, but Jeez. it is uh... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> 
Got my mind on my cheese and my cheese on my mind. <laughs> well, you are Midwestern. <laughs> I do love though that like he he literally like his explanation of Judaism is so funny. The, People who hate and religion Jesus Christ Christ and whose faith and identity centers around that rejection. That's all it is, okay. really, when you think about it. A one hundred a one hundred percent accurate explanation of what Judaism is. But as though everything else that isn't Christian isn't that. That's what's fun. It's like every if you're not Christian, you're rejecting that belief. But he's just gonna blame the Jews for being the problem. It's pretty it's crazy when uh I don't know about you guys, but I'm guessing it was pretty similar, uh, similar upbringing where it's like it within like growing up Christian. I never would have heard a single Christian denigrate the Jewish faith. That would have been like, oh, yeah, no, they were like so pro. It was like God's it was very much the God's chosen people. And they if you asked them how that worked, they would really have a hard time like dancing around it because it's like well christians are the but like they didn't really know how to explain it and how to like reconcile the new testament with like the jews being god's chosen people in the hebrew bible so you're just like but there was a fondness and there was a reverence and respect um for the jewish faith and uh, it's so interesting to be an adult and see that like I'm guessing this is, I mean, it has to have always been around because anti-Semitism is a tale as old as time, but uh, in like these extreme threads of Christianity, I don't, I never heard that, saw that in any way. And it was like, if you didn't support the Jewish people or Israel, it was like, you you might not even be a true Christian. It was like taking that. I didn't even hear people like supporting Israel that much. It was mostly just supporting the Jewish people. Like, I think I... And it could have just been the small community I came from. I'm sure there were other groups that were much more pro-Israel the state. But yeah, it was just the Jewish people. I don't know that I ever sensed any sort of reverence for like the Jewish faith. Casey didn't know what Jews were until he was like 18. <laughs> you learn about them right after uh, plant reproduction. <laughs> yeah. I knew what Newt Gingrich told me and that was good enough. Casey was listening to a World War II history podcast and was like, who were these troublemakers? I need to read more about them. He's like, he's like I grew up with uh, bolo ties and revisionist history around Native Americans. I didn't even know who the Jews were. I had a lot to learn when I met Casey. I was like, what? What, what is a bolo? I have no idea what that is. No. Cultural appropriation, but, if you ask some people. You a cultural yeah, appropriator. Were you guys- oh, no, no. <laughs> Bola ties are, are American institutions. I just had them through Royal Rangers, so I didn't really know anything about them other than Royal Rangers. Oh, did I don't they think I could wear one of those. Yeah, yeah. You didn't we didn't wear regular ties. Well, regular ties were with like the dress uniform, the regular uniform that you'd wear each Wednesday night. That you wore those tie. with your BDUs. <laughs> Pretty much. And they uh, so, and you'd get a different color, like when you move to each like new class, there'd be a different, like you know, a red one, and then a deep brown one, and then a green one. Grab your ball ties, boys. Today's a live fire drill. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what any of that is. Uh, Royal Rangers is Assemblies of God Boy Scouts, yeah. Oh, it's like a wand every time we get it. Yeah, it's gotten into it, it's been great. Yeah, the bottom, like the lowest class or two of Royal Rangers is really oh, similar to Iwata's. And then okay. well, and then it goes more the Boy Scouts direction as you get older. The camping and Interesting. life skills 
revolving around being in the woods and all that stuff. Man, I would have enjoyed that when I was younger, but there was then a, the girls weren't allowed. Yeah, there was a girls <laughs> version and I forget what it was called because no one at our church wanted to do it because it sucked. It was pretty much like uh, the homemakers class and none yeah, of the girls like they enjoyed sense. it up till they were about <laughs> like out. Well, they enjoyed it up to they're like they were like eight or nine years old because I mean it is fun yeah. to get together on a Wednesday night and you're like baking bread and sewing stuff and whatever and like that. I mean that's not not fun, but it just they didn't really have a a progression path past that point. And the mm. Royal Rangers are like we're going to build bigger fires and survival shelters and go camping all the time and like Pinewood Derby races and like that's objectively more fun. Assemblies yeah. of Gods was just like you know when girls turn 12 we can cut out like the fire making class and just go straight to like lamont yeah it, it was like eight took, around eight or nine they just they remove your ability to use thimbles during sewing class to up the ante and see how tough you are <laughs> until we hit our 30s and then we're like you know what's really awesome baking bread and sewing <laughs> exactly i, do a lot I more want to be able to choose when i do it though that's the thing that's the key i haven't made a survival <laughs> in a really long time i've done a lot more baking than i have doing survival camping (laughs) (laughs) i will say though you gotta hand it to the rangers dude the the, swapping the neckerchief out for bolo ties is that's the move that's That's a great move i want to see i've been seeing i think bolo ties are coming around like i know regionally they're more they're they've been popular uh in certain areas of the country but I'm seeing them more frequently in dress attire. Okay. Yeah. See, I never saw the only person I ever saw wearing a bolo tie was my grandfather, and he was from North Carolina. So that doesn't seem like that, a very cowboy place either. No, I guess but, not. Yeah, he's a, he be was a, a cowboy farmer. Anyway. Well, yeah, I don't think it's like exclusively a... a cowboy thing. That's where yeah. it started because they stole it from the Native Americans. <laughs> <laughs> Casey, I feel like this wasn't the point of where you were no. going with the story. Yes. <laughs> Tell me more about this esteemed author. Well, I look well at the okay, so that's where the article... Incredible things to get through tonight. So the article turns at that point, and they say, okay, the, the next section, because this kind of took me down a rabbit trail that was really interesting. Jonathan Sarna, professor of American Jewish history at Brandeis University. I'm, I got to be pronouncing that wrong suggested Christian nationalists such as Torba might want to do a little reading about American history. Firstly, he pointed out, Christmas was not really a part of America's founding. Quote, the Puritans were opposed to Christmas, Sarna said. And this is where it gets interesting. In 1659, leaders of the Massachusetts Bay Colony approved the penalty for keeping Christmas, which was a literal piece of legislation that imposed fines on those who feasted or refused to work on the holiday. It wasn't until German immigrants brought Santa Claus, Christmas trees, and songs like Silent Night with them that Americans took up Christmas with gusto. And no way. so I started Is looking this true? at this. Uh, Is this a yeah, real professor? So. Okay. It's yeah. a real professor. And this wasn't going to be like a bait and switch of like a professor of not history saying things that aren't true. Okay. Yeah, no. This Sam is... just wasn't sure that they let Jews be professors. Yeah, like, not in my state. <laughs> this can't Wait, be okay. Massachusetts. The Massachusetts Bay <laughs> Colony. Yeah, we started it all here. They're uh, they're a feature in this story. The Puritans sound rock? so fun. What what does it look uh, like? Plymouth it, Rock. It's a very boring rock. It's, it's not that big. It, it's it's about this. How big, big is it? This big. If I I'm. 
making a circle of my arms and touching my fingertips. It's maybe that big. It's like so a like manhole 18 cover? inches. Yeah. Like the size of a, of a medium exercise ball. Yeah. Oh There's a cage God. around it. And then it's like in a, with like a, it's like in a pit sort of thing. It's kind of like they built a, like a little tower around it, but you walk around, you can walk around it and you look over the ledge. It's all fenced off. And then over the rock is a gate. So people don't like chisel chunks of it off. We also Allegedly, have no reason it was to believe. bigger, but people maybe chip parts of it off, but it was never a big rock. It was always. <laughs> hilarious. We also, we also don't know that that's be. the actual Plymouth rock or that there ever was an actual Plymouth rock that people remembered. Yeah. Who's going to authenticate that? Uh, I remember Plymouth Rock because I've seen it. So you're wrong, Jeremiah. That's true. That's a good point. They just found it. They just were like, what's the small, how can we ruin every child's imagination of what Plymouth Rock? Cause you think of the, the Mayflower just like crashing upon this giant boulder and it's like, and then, it, then you go to Plymouth and you look down at Plymouth Rock and you go, I have bigger rocks in my backyard. And also, yeah. like, are we supposed to believe that, like, they just rode the boat up to it and then stepped off onto that specific rock that a building is built around? And then someone remembered that and came back later and was like, we're going to build a museum to this one day. Not yes, like, probably yeah. gosh, it land. Was so rock because there was Native American blood on it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some smashed maize. Mm. Uh, you guys want me to read you this? Uh... Yes, please I, read. I can try read to a story. read this piece of legislation. So well, really quick, before you do that, bolo ties were invented in the 1940s. Everything you thought you knew was a lie. All right, continue. Oh, are you sure that that preamble to my era of cowboydom? That's true. That makes yeah. They were invented, and John Wayne went, "I like that," and then that's the rest is history. Excellent. I'm a rhinestone cowboy, <laughs> and I'm gonna be where the lights are shining on me. Rhinestone I mean, you literally are. Like You've euphemism. got, you know, two monitors worth of lights in your face. So, huh. congratulations, you made it. I my case, cowpoke. <laughs> okay, so penalty for keeping Christmas, 1659. This is real weird English, all right? So, I'm going to work on it. Ye old English? For preventing disorders arising in sewerville places within this jurisdiction... By reason of some still observing such festials as were superstitiously kept in other countries, to the great dishonor of God and offense of others, it is therefore ordered by this court and the authority thereof that whosoever shall be found observing any such day as Christians or the like, either be forced bearing of labor, feasting, or any other way, Upon any such account as foresaid, every person, such person, so offending, shall pay eerie such offense fui shil <laughs> five <laughs> shillings as a fine to the county. So it's if you Can celebrate Christmas. Yeah, if you celebrate <laughs> Christmas, we'll fine you. Yeah, yeah five shillings is apparently like 50 bucks today. Man, the original yeah. Scrooge. I wish yeah. we could bring back ticketing people who celebrate holidays too much. I actually really like that idea. <laughs> July 4th is where I want to start. Yeah, that's <laughs> a great place yeah, How about St. Patrick's Day? Oh, oh I yes. second that. St. Patrick's That's on Day. my list. Yes, that's, that's the always the one that catches holiday. me where I'm like, let's go out to eat or something that we forget at St. Patrick's Day because it's not an important holiday. And then people are out just ruining it. <laughs> yeah, there's like chicks in like plastic party city red 
orange wigs and like green sequins. And you're just like, go home, go away. In Boston, everyone drinks green beer and flips over cars and sets them on fire. <laughs> I'm going to say, like, it's just a it's sweaty like, white dude being like, I puked green. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's, it's like the only thing that's probably great about me not being in the vicinity of Philly anymore is there's probably some some fun activities going on over there. Oh, they go hard in Philly. Everyone just, yeah, that's like everyone... That's like the weird time of year where everyone just brags about having like one eighth Irish in them and thinks that that gives them an excuse to act like a total fuck for the entire night. Yeah. As opposed to normal. Philadelphia is like North Florida. Yeah. Yeah, As as opposed to how how together Philly's keeping it the rest of the year. (laughs) Oh, I know. Right. Say my dad used to work in, in Philly in a, um, at a supermarket and he had, he always had some fun stories about like tackling people in parking lots who were shoplifting or like chasing people around the good old days, until you mean? they what? The good old days you mean? Yeah, exactly. When now you you're instructed to just let people walk away with your product. You go, if you see someone I know, shoplifting, see, you don't yeah. do anything. <laughs> you got I, know, I was annoyed when I was in retail and they're like, You can't do anything if you see someone putting something in their purse, because then they could be like, Well, I'm putting it in my purse, so and then I'm going to buy it and you're supposed to believe them, but I don't believe anybody. <laughs> no, everyone's a liar. I worked at a shoe store in, uh, when I was in college for a little bit and, uh, my boss who was roughly my age and a really cool person was working one day and she just saw a kid hanging out by a certain section for too long. And as soon as he walked out the store, she ran over there and went through like all the boxes of shoes and then finally opened one where the kid's old shoes were in the box and he had walked out with the new pair on. So she ran out of the oh. store with the shoes and he had, like out right outside. There was like, if you go to the right, there's like a best buy. And then to the left was like the rest of them all. So apparently he went to the best buy. I don't know if he just, he should have exited through the best buy, but I guess he was just biding his time for a little bit. And he started walking out right when uh, my boss had run out into the hallway and she saw him and she like ran over and took his old shoes out and whipped him at him. She's like, give me my fucking shoes back. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't tell. He like, just like was afraid he was going to get in so much trouble. So he took the shoes off and gave him back and then just left. I was like, oh. that's awesome. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I watched the guy run out of coals with a literal like, like uh Grinch who stole Christmas stack of shoes <laughs> in his arms <laughs> with like somebody trailing after him and he dropped some and then a truck sped up and he jumped like in the, in the open door of the moving truck. <laughs> it's pretty so fun good. to watch. Shoplifters <laughs> are so funny. Cause it's like, it's very in the moment. Like you plan it out. You're like, you build up the audacity to actually give that a shot, but you walk away with, unless you like get a fistful of jewelry, you walk, when you walk away with like, you know, yeah, maybe the shoes are like a hundred, 120 bucks, but you're not, the risk doesn't really match the reward for that. I don't think I just feel like there's better ways to be a criminal than shoplifting. I think it's driven not by liquid courage, but by gel cap courage. (laughs) It's it's driven by the immediate need to score, so you just like <laughs> yeah have to figure out what well, to yeah. do. I remember in middle school, somebody told me that they used to, that they worked at American Eagle, somebody youth group, and they said that people would go into the dressing rooms and just put on like 
20 shirts and just like walk out the store wearing all of them. <laughs> yeah. I, kids do it. I love the idea of kids stealing is funny. Cause it's like, they just don't have money and they're like, they also know that there's no real repercussions for it. When you're under 18, you can just do it. And then well, they still, just say, they still kind of, no. they still fold when they're confronted. It's like, they're all high and mighty until you say, what did you do? I know you did something. You're just like, Oh no. Oh, they're like, I, I so, didn't do anything. They're like, then why did you just piss your pants in front of me? <laughs> like, yeah. Why are you wearing 2000 t-shirts? <laughs> I wouldn't have cared about the repercussions from the store. I would have been terrified of the repercussions from my parents. Right. Oh, oh I know. It wouldn't matter what the authorities can do to me. I have to go home. Yeah. 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 The you idea of responding to getting that. caught like shoplifting is wetting like four pairs of pants at once, though, is pretty funny. <laughs> I I stole something exactly once. I was like seven, and uh, we were at actually at the house of one of my dad's employees, and they had these like decorative um, turtle shells out by their mailbox. It looks mm. better than that sounds. They're like old turtle shells that have been cleaned and painted or something, and so it was technically stealing crappy yeah. turtle shells. So exactly, <laughs> uh, but it was uh, no not not like a painted turtle, like a turtle shell that they had painted. I could have been more specific there because painted turtles are a thing. Aren't and they? these yeah. were all turtles that yeah. died from getting straws stuck up their noses, right? Uh, probably, probably. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, I was seven. I don't think I was consciously trying to steal something. I just liked it. And I picked it up and brought it home. And when my mom found out, uh, of course, I got a spanking. And then I had to wait until my dad got home. And I got a stern talking to from him. And then he drove me back to their house. And at the age of seven, I had to present it back to them and give them an apology for oh stealing from them. And that worked. That was it. Like from the age of seven, I was like, I'll never do this again. This is the worst experience of my entire life. When Dude, I was forced apology is brutal. Yeah. Because yeah, I, 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 I had to anticipate yeah. it all day long too. Like I stole it like <laughs> late morning. And so it was all afternoon. I'm just walking around the yard thinking about like the rest of my life is over. <laughs> it's, you're done oh, no! for me. When I was in high school, the only other the only other person I dated for a very short period of time before uh my wife was um uh, I knew a girl through youth group who brought her friend who I was like, ah, I kind of, I, I don't even know if I really liked her. I was just a child and I knew that she liked me and I was so like homeschooled and desperate. That That's I a think, classic. Yeah. Anyone who's like, they like you. I'm like, then I like them too. <laughs> ah, you like, you just go for it. Uh, so we hung out at the mall a couple times, whatever. I would went to like a school dance with her. I can't imagine this was more than like a few week thing, four or five weeks, maybe at most, unless I don't know, I could be remembering it for less time, uh, as less time than it was, but the honeymoon period was yeah. over. <laughs> we went, Jesse, uh, my buddy, Jesse was actually there. I wonder if he remembers this. Um, we went to the mall and I think we were at a hot topic and there was like a pin there that it was like, Oh, that pin's sick. And she's like, just take it. And I'm like, I'm not taking And She's like, she just she took it she just put it in her pocket and then we left and she like i i couldn't take it i was like i can't it's stolen merchandise i can't take that like i, was I wouldn't like, have it, either I like, i'd be like no. it like i felt like it was like i don't know like a a diseased blanket that you just like i'm not touching that <laughs> like you just it's contaminated it was, yeah i was i don't know what i thought would happen if i took it i think jesse might have taken it uh I think he did because he had all the pins on his guitar strap and shit. He just, I think he might have just added it to that. And I was like, I don't know. It was like if stealing the Ark of the Covenant. You're just like, I'm not supposed to have this. 
And I, yeah, I, I even considered, I was like, do I still like this person? Like, but I, of course, my desperate me deal. was like, yes, of course, I need, I need this in my life at this point. <laughs> I need this validation that I'm not going to be alone forever. Uh, that this, this is maybe something that is, uh, I don't know. I'm losing my words. It's like, it's like that first time of like dating someone, you're like, okay, this can happen. This is something it's that can happen in my flag. life. And, uh, but man, it's a warning was... sign. Yeah. I mean, sure. She might be a criminal, but she's paying you positive attention. So. Right. <laughs> so you had to, I had to balance it out. You know? Man. And, and then I mean, after my, my sense of pride overruled everything. Yeah. And then after a few <laughs> weeks, I, I essentially got dumped. So it was whatever. Wait, and, essentially yeah. got that feels like <laughs> there's probably an important distinction there. Yeah. Like, well, it was just weird. We just had very different friends groups. It was just kind of like, uh, this isn't a thing, but it, yeah, I, I shouldn't say, okay, I got, I did get dumped essentially it was a weird word to add in there, but <laughs> well, I was wondering if like else, a guy from driver's ed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was like 12 and got dumped by my 12 year old girlfriend, it was like, her calling her friend to call one of my friends to tell me like, I, I figured you meant something like that. Where like, I guess no. I got dumped. Hey, respect to her. She's the one that was just like, I don't think, I don't think this is like, I don't, I don't think we should keep doing this. Just, yeah. At least like, she didn't ghost you. Yeah. I was like, like I'm I'm on you. I mean, I wasn't like, Oh, I, I knew it was like, it was just one of those, you knew it wasn't going to work. It was just, like I said, different friends groups. We weren't, I don't know. It didn't match that well, but I was just, too, I would never have called anything off. I was just so thankful that someone was interested in me. Uh, yeah. Such a, I was such a fucking simp about it, but you know, I, I was also <laughs> was, never, I was always the dumpy, never the dumper. Yeah. And it's not because so. you didn't know it should end. It's because you were just, a you couldn't accept the fact that you weren't with somebody and you were just, yeah, just like, I'm be, never going to yeah. have, yeah anyone pay attention to me again <laughs> yeah so i guess we were i was the april in my relationships or you were yep. the sam in yours I so i get it I either way i feel like there'd be a good podcast series about what has low <laughs> self-esteem made you do and yeah. then it's just interviews Ooh. of people who are like married uh, i think a lot of that would end stuff. the same and it would be very sad <laughs> i know i have a sad. lot it made me write terrible songs. Yes. Now I don't. That's not how I would classify your songs that I've read. You haven't I read think any. They're of them. very fun. Have I read you any of them? I don't think I have. Visible you didn't boyfriend. read them because you sang them, <laughs> serenaded him. I never wrote any tunes. I could only write the words. I could never think of melodies. Did they they became so. uh, poison written lyrics? Oh, I wish. That's where Casey, Casey would write songs yours. about me. <laughs> Casey's like, like, I'm not going to write lyrics. to be slam poetry. <laughs> I mean, I I almost had a song about me, but it wasn't a nice one. But not by Casey. But Casey didn't oh, yeah. write these songs. Wow, no, I didn't write anyone's songs, so there was that. No, he didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Casey was just the sex pot front man. Just up bubble, the... baby. Everyone wanted to spank you when you turned around and prayed with your band. <laughs> no, I Sam. Know. I don't think everyone wanted to. Uh... Everyone wanted to. That's a very I just specific. Swat away so many flies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what do we have left here because we got some other back shit in. To do too. Yes. Okay. So 
this this is super interesting and i think this is one of the one of the greatest christmas stories ever okay so it's like led me to this like wikipedia page where it's talking about like christianity and 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 christmas and how they interact and stuff and it says prior to the victorian era christmas was primarily a religious holiday observed by christians of the roman catholic anglican and lutheran denominations so said so the Puritans, on the other hand, which the Puritans, everything about the Puritans makes them sound horrible. Oh, yeah. They were basically their entire disposition was, oh, the Catholics do that. We don't. That's their yeah. that yeah. was their entire life was like, oh, they celebrate that. We're going to do something different. Oh, man, you nailed it so hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it says the Puritans, on the other hand, objected to Christian Feast of Christmas during the English interregnum when England was ruled by a Puritan parliament. Puritans sought to remove elements they viewed as unbiblical from their practice of Christianity, including those feasts established by the Anglican Church. Unbiblical, a.k.a. Catholic. Yeah. (laughs) Right. In 1647, the Puritan-led English parliament banned the celebration of Christmas, replacing it with a day of fasting. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a bunch of fucking... Here come the Puritans. Always and considering fun. it a quote popish festival with no biblical justification and a time of wasteful Im- and immoral behavior like eating <laughs> no gluttony. it's gluttony. eating but you enjoy it too oh, much. right eating but it brings you happiness which is a sin yeah you put no a little uh senseless merriment a little sugar that you got on a from a slave labor plantation in your yellow mush for the day since it's christmas and all i mean happiness <laughs> is like a gateway drug to laziness everyone knows this so yeah true. you're sounding pretty puritanical. puritans dislike traditions that inverted social hierarchy such oh, as there it is oh. sailing the in which the rich jesus <laughs> which the rich were expected to give to the poor on demand and which with alcohol, with the addition of alcohol, sometimes turned into violent intrusions, which that That's I would love to see that what? YouTube video. <laughs> well, it's like all right, the Puritans, they're not wrong. I mean, you can invert the social order, give people a bunch of alcohol. Yeah, probably got violent, but probably got yeah. awesome. But, but they're saying it's that like like at that point. Yeah, sounds loud. <laughs> it does. Mm-mm. Protests followed as pro-Christmas rioting broke out in several cities, and for Christmas rioting, (laughs) and for weeks, Canterbury was controlled by the rioters, who decorated doorways with holly and shouted royalist slogans. So it's like the uh, it's like the Red Sox winning the World Series in Boston. This would be an amazing Christmas comedy movie. I can't believe no one's done this yet. The Christmas riots, pro Christmas rioters, like decking the halls. Oh, I guess that's what you have to call the movie. What was the? Uh, what was the like? The 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 emancipated zone in Seattle that that. Oh, the um, I know what you're talking about. Not the DMZ. The uh... District Nine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't district. <laughs> so this is the book oh, The Vindication Chaz. of Christmas. Okay, the um the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Sorry, Chaz. Chaz. Oh yeah. Chaz, that worked. Dude, that worked for 
three days and then people got shot like it literally took three days to turn into thunderdome (laughs) but you remember they had like they had like like their own guards like armed guards that were that they stationed outside the zone and there was like a couple of white nationalists dude that tried to roll up on Chaz with weapons and they got lit up (laughs) i don't remember the story like all the way but i remember like it was a couple of like loser proud boy types or something like that they tried to roll up in there in their car with like weapons and stuff and they just got torn up by these like quote-unquote security guards that's pretty sick if only it was on christmas it would have been just a little bit better i know um so basically yeah it uh there's like a whole story behind that it was kind of like part of the second phase of the civil war or something like that in england i don't know the history well but called the plum pudding riots the plum pudding (laughs) riots is that not the best thing you've ever heard so good that's the most english thing i've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) man so yeah that that is the real war on christmas and People like this, uh, this jerk off, whatever his name is. Why was it Torba? called the plum? Did the poors eat plum pudding? Is that why it was called? It's like plum a Christmas pudding, food. Right? But did, like was a... it for poor people? Because it was the whole like flipping class upside down. Was that like something that like oh poor people ate, or is that? I'm sure I like think... figgy pudding was something that you would kill like a, a, a rich Englishman to get because it was some well, sort yeah, of maybe delicacy. Maybe the rich ate the fig pudding, and then the poor people ate the plum pudding. I don't know. What's nah, happening un- with Jeremiah right now? I <laughs> Did you fall down off your chair? <laughs> no, I was just dropping my desk down into sitting. Sorry, I was trying to do that without making it a whole thing. I, well, his I was his nerd's it. rope of a spine is starting to ache. Yeah, you were that, that is basically. <laughs> I was standing because it, like it was your hurting. Mic was rising up into the air, uh, but you were actually <laughs> you were actually just lowering. Sorry, I was trying. Oh, not it's to a be standing obtrusive. desk. Yeah, it's yeah a standing, I was standing because my my back was hurting too much to sit earlier. So I was like, I'll start the say, podcast. I, I probably, I should probably sit with one of those harnesses on because, like, I'm just like, man, why is my back hurt? And then I sit at the computer like this, and I sit at my sewing machine like this. <laughs> yep, yep. All and I'm, over. I'm supposed to do anything but lean forward and like put sheer lean back. Behind. Yep, and that's most what I do is like lean forward and curl my back like rounded yeah. over terribly. <laughs> Take a page out of Fat Joe's book. Some sort of like contraption where you reference. hang by your head in the closet at night, like sure. Steve Urkel trying to get taller. I mean, that's what oh traction is. Like, I uh, they are actually doing that where they they put me on a table and they strap you down and then they just pull your back. Oh, that like, sounds amazing! Dude, to, I would love that. I'm up to an inch and a half that. at a time. Like they're pulling it for like ten minutes. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, that, well, that make me taller half? because <laughs> it, it'll, I mean, it'll half would be life changing for me. Well, no, no, <laughs> I need, Casey. I need like, he's like I would finally get the my inch. I deserve. All right, I have to back up. They have not made me an inch and a half taller. They're pulling me an inch and a half at a time. Like That's they're still stuck. a lot. It is, but like it's not like a permanent height extension. I don't think okay. I'm doing a good job explaining. No, you're doing a great job explaining it. It just doesn't feel like humans have an extra inch and a half in them to stretch without something snapping. That's all. That's true. Well, I, I, I don't know. Casey and I always talk about the medieval torture, about how the stretching table would feel really great for about yeah, what 10 was that one called? The rack. The rack. The rack. Yeah. The rack. 
The rack yeah. and rack really. My house. It does. It does feel really good. When I leave, though, it does feel really good every time I finish an appointment. Where like my back is sore for a day or two after that, but like I definitely feel a little taller. Like it feels like everything is just better. Ah, I need to try this. Oh man, Sam, I think you, I think you have faithfully secured the obscure reference of the episode. thing with rack and rack really i don't know if i'll ever live up to uh live up to your standards for obscure references but i appreciate that <laughs> all right where it's are we like my hat and i adjust my bolo tie to you <laughs> well, that's okay. most of me and casey's uh conversations yeah so that was <laughs> that was um that was the gist of the story, but I feel like that the plum pudding riots were the actual war on Christmas, and people like mm. Andrew Torba, this jerk off, he's it's basically stolen valor to count himself as a part of the war on Christmas. What I think is funny about it is that like that actually would work for their agenda a little bit if they wanted it to. Like there was an actual war on Christmas of people not wanting you to celebrate Christmas and. They yeah. didn't want you to not celebrate Christmas. I mean, it had nothing to do with like any of the Christian aspects of the holiday, but still you can make that work. Like that is a ripe opportunity that they're just ignoring to go after like Starbucks for the 15th year in a row. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, again. All right. I, I think stolen valor is the best way to, I mean, he's, he's trying to reignite these ideas that are uh, as old as our country. And I, it's just sad that he doesn't have, you know what? I think it's sad that none of us have have that grasp on American history because we're all pointing fingers at this Torba guy being like, what an idiot. And he is. Um, but we probably all have the same. Um, we probably had a pretty like equal understanding of Puritan history and Christmas because I had no idea they didn't celebrate it and that they were actively against it. But it is I mean, it is a safe bet to go. When the Puritans arrived, if the Catholics did it, they hated it. And so they just rolled with that through everything until they eventually lost the culture war. Like, you could still have fun. You can fast. Yeah. I would yeah. feel very sorry for the first high school history teacher to be like, hey, kids, today we're going to learn the Puritan history of Christmas in like some small town community and wait for the first kid to go home and tell it to their parents. Yeah. You'd have a bunch of Christians finally being like, so, well, we, we can't teach Christian history in schools. <laughs> change their tune completely. Well, speaking uh, of Christian history, are we ready to get on to the, uh, the main event? The, yeah. The main event. This is. Honestly, I'm so beautiful. excited for this. So uh, we it. are, I was sitting around thinking about, you know, what's some fun things that we could do on the show. And I thought, man, I bet you there's just tons and tons of like Christian play scripts and stuff online that you can download. You know, it's like somebody's ministry to write like puppet dialogue and, and, and post it for free. So you can torrent for it, my, but for my puppet ministry that I, uh, there, yeah. there actually was a section on the website that I found this on that was like puppet plays. Were any yeah. of you all in puppet ministry at your church? Yeah. I, Not oh, at my I, church. I went to a conference. My mission trip. Oh, a conference. Okay. I didn't go to a conference and I didn't do it on a mission trip, but I did complete the training program and get a certificate. 
You minored in puppetry? You time you were able to just do the timing for the mouth good. Well, you're doing it wrong, Sam, because I no, see the top of your hand going up open. and it should just be it You have just to do it thumb. on the bottom, right? Yeah, it should just be the thumb. Yeah, you can't, April, yeah just the, the bottom of the mouth is the one that opens. You like, exactly. When you, when you talk, exactly. you're not like Sam's Sam's forgotten. <laughs> it's not April and Jerry are classically insane. trained. Yep. You know, I very hate useful in daily that. life. Also, just notice my thumb. My thumb pops now when I do this, so that's another fun part of my thirties, I guess. <laughs> my thumb's Ooh, not yeah. to be a puppeteer. <laughs> I can I can feel a tendon getting angry at me down here. Yeah. Oh, aging. Sorry, Casey. Dude, so you were you're in the puppet. You're going to stand up from your chair after this discussion, and it's just going to sound like a bag of marbles being dumped on the floor. <laughs> I'm 100% going to be going to the living room to do my PT exercises and then lay on the couch. That's absolutely what's happening. That sound, Casey, is all of his vertebrae falling out of his asshole. <laughs> I make Casey crack my back like two times a day, and it sounds like that every time. Yeah, she's she's broken too. Yeah, crackling. All right. So, all right. So today, today's theatrical performance is called a Super Christmas, and it was uh, written by Vanessa Unti. She is a student at Western Washington University and the youth minister at Christ the Servant Lutheran Church in Bellingham, Washington. That's a Puritan-sounding church name if I've ever heard one. Yeah, yeah did it does. say what year this is from? I hated the Lutherans. I think this is fairly recent, at least given okay. some of the like subject matter. Oh, right. Okay. There's no, <laughs> I can't. Uh, and this is all, uh, Casey, I think you're the only one who's familiar with what we're about to go through. We're all, everyone else is reading it on the fly. I've, yes. I've seen the first couple lines, but that's it. Same. Okay. So uh, let's just go through the cast real quick. Because we're all doing multiple characters here. Wait, did you explain what it was? It's a Christmas well, play. Yeah, and it's <laughs> it's uh it involves it's you know there's you gotta you gotta kind of meet the kids where they're at, and what do kids like? Kids like superheroes, right? So this is about uh the like the Justice League or the Super Friends or whoever. It really isn't like d derived by Mar you know, delineated by Marvel or DC. They kind of just threw everybody into a mixing pot here. So this is like the Marvel versus Capcom of Christmas plays. Yeah, it's a mix of worlds. It's definitely not licensed appropriately. No. Yeah, and they are preparing for. Uh, they're they're basically finding out about about Christmas. Yeah. So playing the role of Superman will be me. Um, of course, you Wonder Woman. That role. Superman's Wonder definitely Woman. the worst superhero by far. So, may, well, no, there were some pretty lame ones back in the yeah, day. There's some pretty awful. Say, there's remember a lot of Ant Man as a superhero. So, <laughs> do you yeah. remember the Wonder Twins? No. Yeah, he, oh my god! It always gets worse. <laughs> they were they were pretty lame. Um, okay, so I will be Superman. Wonder Woman will be play, played by April. Uh, Spider-Man will be played by Sam. Nice. I've always wanted to play Spider-Man with my friends. <laughs> Hulk will be played by Jeremiah. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Hulk smash. <laughs> Batman will be played by Sam. Who are you? How's that? <laughs> Vengeance. Oh, that's terrible. Sorry. 
I'll never do that again. Catwoman <laughs> will be played by April, as well as Mary, the mother of our Lord. Oh. Hey, I, dude, this is getting good. All right. I will be, yeah, there's crossover here. So <laughs> This is, this is I will be fanfic style shit, really. I will be playing the role of Joseph because I'm not willing to put strain on my marriage by letting one of you play Joseph. You get to be Joseph that? and Superman? Dude, that's pretty narcissistic of you to give yourself those roles. I stacked well, the deck Well, you get to be favor. Batman, who's, a, I think, the coolest superhero. Yeah. He's right up there, for sure. Mm. It's every man's fantasy. Unprocessed trauma and uh, being really rich. And yeah. then beating people up in your yeah, spare time hook. without any accountability. That's yeah, my exactly. dream. <laughs> beating people up or the grappling yes, hook? Yes, without any repercussions. I gave you a pretty cool part. You get to be shepherd number one. Okay. <laughs> I will I also be shepherd Christ number first. <laughs> you're like the uh you're like the bad employee shepherd. Aw. And uh Jeremiah will be the voice of an angel. Aww. Aww. Who's uh voicing? Who Trump? has the lips of an angel? Trump. We'll <laughs> 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 just assume that the angel is actually Trump. Okay, great. I can't do a good Trump even voice. Then. I'm just I'm sure there is a Christmas play script available online that has Trump as a prominent <gasps> character in it. Like I'd be willing to bet money. There's gotta be. Oh my god. At least a bad Saturday Night Live skit. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it says there's a huddle of superheroes. They create a semi everybody got their script ready? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Ready to go. Clarify. Are we um are we doing voices? You better yeah, do Yeah, we're doing voices. voices. Okay. All oh, right. No. I already all tried right. out my Batman. And are Casey. we pausing for color commentary or are we trying we're, to do this as a, a pretty straight read? We can, uh, for poignant commentary, we can we can pause. If there's anything this podcast is good at, it's staying on track and being time time yeah. sensitive. Yeah, we're great at that. Uh it's it's also um we're gonna before we read this little script here, uh we're gonna pause for a quick pee break. Oh, you prick. Oh. I got the... <laughs> Well, he's not going into his pants, so that's that. good. I know. I'm not using one of my. <laughs> em- I'm not using one of my empty beer bottles. Yeah, I don't hear time. the sound of aluminum, <laughs> of water wow. hitting aluminum. I no. I mute my video and my sound when I do that. Okay, everybody ready? Oh my god, yes. I'm super ready. Super. So there, yes, aptly. There is a <laughs> huddle of superheroes. DSC. I don't know what DSC is. It's in here several no times. I don't know they if create, anyone knows. I think the creator thinks that's what like DC is. It could be. DC Comics. They create a semicircle and are busily talking loud and frantic. Um, all right, me as Superman. <clears throat> order! Order! I call this meeting of superheroes to order. The group is quieted with groans. Uh. As some of you have heard... There is a rumor going around that a new superhero is coming to Earth. They say that he is coming to save the world and that he receives his power from the big G-O-D. I've heard the same thing. What does this mean? We save the Earth. We have been here for years. What does this guy think he's doing? Uh, That's me as the Hulk, I guess. Nice job. Oh, yeah. Hulk. (laughs) I probably should announce that at some point. I thought it was obvious. Okay. I think it's um, obvious, but 
April's about to come in as Wonder Woman, and she's going to have to delineate between Wonder Woman and whatever other voice she's and doing. Catwoman. So, all right, so figure it I out, know. April. I'll make them both sound like bimbos. Who cares? <laughs> I was going to make one of them really southern. Do one southern hey, and do one it. like ditzy as fuck. Okay, fine. I'll do Wonder Woman ditzy, and Catwoman can be Southern Lady. Okay. Do we even know who this guy or woman is? Doesn't he know that that's our job? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but then you now gotta- you have to make a quick transition. This oh, is like shit. this right. is like metalcore going from screaming to singing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'm trying to change. I just played 60 hours of Spider-Man 2, so I should be able to channel some level of Peter Parker. Sticky young boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, Casey's favorite. <laughs> he's very, he's very. Now my emphysema is acting up. It's going to take three years to read this. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Okay. I know we're going to be here all night. This is the closer. So if anyone gets tired of it, they can just disappear. I guess. <laughs> Who is this synth? I don't know this. No, <clears throat> that sucks. Fuck you, uh, Peter. That's not good, Peter. I'll do my best. Who is this sin? I don't know this evil villain. Catwoman. Is he one of your arch nemesis? <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, I don't know him, but I know that I could take him down and probably better than this new guy. I don't think they know anything about the character of Catwoman. I don't. I don't. Think... Catwoman's no, they don't. a thief. I don't think she has arch nemesis. I don't think she takes people down. I mean, she covertly takes them down. She wasn't a super friend. Yeah, she just steals from them. It's fine. (laughs) Can you throw in a meow here and there? Oh, Casey, you're a pervert now. (laughs) Superman's always been kind of a pervert. A little bit. X-ray vision. Yeah. Sick. Okay, okay. Let's calm down, everyone. We don't know if this guy is going to take our jobs. He might be here to help us. (laughs) As well as the rest of the world. Well, I don't need any help. Did you see me crush that bad guy last week? I saved a bus full of school children with one hand. That's not the same voice I did last time, is it? I don't remember what I did. (laughs) It's in the same thing. It's versatile. Yeah, we'll roll it. (laughs) Batman raises a hand for a high five. I did see that man. (laughs) (laughs) You were awesome. But I think that next time you could. Whoa, slow down, guys. Let's focus on this new guy. We can share our glory stories later. She's like a grandma. Do we know when this new guy is supposed to show up? I feel like that was much better, Spider-Man. Still not good, but that was better than before. Sticky boy enthusiasm. Yeah. I've heard as early as Christmas Day. That's tomorrow. No way. Christmas can't be tomorrow. It's really Christmas Eve. Yes, Hulk, tomorrow. I think the muscles are cutting off circulation to your brain. <laughs> that was a Catwoman response. This means we have to act uh, fast. I think he's, he's playing the Lego Batman <laughs> voice, I'm pretty sure. Job? I mean, uh, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Yeah. We oh have to find this Learn what his weaknesses are. And find out his enemies. Oh, what if he has a sidekick? We have so much to do. Well, then we better start tracking this big guy down. And the superheroes exit. 
I must be peaking when I do Batman. There's no chance that. No, I'm you're not. you're it pulling the waveform. Like like, it actually. I, I mean, mean, the the, me. the waveform looks a little peaky, but I don't know. How would you tell? It's Batman's voice. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be fine. It's gonna be straight back. Sam's waveform always looks like this for some reason. Yeah, it looks like a nine point five on the Richter scale. Oh my time. gosh! I think it's just your <laughs> mic. It just picks up a lot. <gasps> Okay. okay, how should I do Mary? Should I do Mary really annoying or Mary like weak and or not weak, like oh. meek? That's what I mean. Or should I make her be like a Karen? <laughs> I'd be like mm. smoking pregnant lady at the DMV. Ooh. Oh no. Like gravelly vocal fry. Uh, oh yeah, do no. the do the ASMR vocal fry. Oh, like a Kardashian voice. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, so she's going to be a ditz as well. So, okay, fun. Uh, all right, Mary and Joseph walk. I think it's like stage right or something. Something stage right, DSR. Oh, maybe. I'll, I'll look that yeah, up. That yeah, that sounds right. Kind of was think thinking like be. the direction. Um, okay, I am so tired. Can we just book a room somewhere? I'm so tired of this walking thing. Oh, only a bit further, love. I'm sorry oh. that the Holiday Inn was full, but I don't know we would be traveling this deep into the holiday season. Don't get huffy at me. I didn't ask if I wanted to flee my home or if I wanted to become the mother of God's son. <laughs> oh, yes, dear, I know. How did this happen again? You were so frightened again. when you came to me. This is the second time you've been pregnant with God's son. <laughs> this I've got, I'm feeling like, uh, like, uh, cuckold from Duluth. Yeah, oh I was gonna say God. South Dakota or Canada. It's hard to tell <laughs> the difference sometimes. Well, an angel came from God to me in Nazareth. He told me to get excited because God chose me to bear his son. I'm to call him Jesus. I was so scared, but then the angel said, Do not be frightened, for this means God will always be with me. I'm still nervous and unsure about this whole thing. What if I'm not right? What if I'm not going to be a good mother to God's son? We still have four more. We've done two of six pages. We're doing great. We're doing great. <laughs> We're picking up steam. And God's given her the same pitch that like Chris D'Elia gave chicks. He was trying to like. <laughs> he was like she was some, about the it's same real age honor too. to go backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, 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 stop your worrying and breathe. God chose you for a reason, you know, and he chose me as your husband for a reason. Or at least that's what I keep telling myself. And then the superheroes swarm from uh, yeah. stage left, stage left, under stage left, looking under things, behind things, under cloaks, etc. <laughs> under cloaks? Under cloaks? Just it just looks under yeah. Mary's cloak, <laughs> Joseph's cloak. Places, Batman or... definitely did that. The world's greatest <laughs> detective. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't found him yet. This superhero sure knows how to hide himself. Or maybe he is in disguise. The Hulk, it says, lifts a large object, i.e. house. And I hate to be pedantic, but it should be E.G. house. Um, yeah. But so I guess he ruined someone's home. I've turned over everything, and he sure isn't hiding under anything. Hmm. Hulk, put that down. Do you really think the man who saves the world would be hiding under a house? This sucks oh, so bad. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
Anyway, I'm tired of looking. Maybe he has a weakness like tuna or catnip or those little squeaky mice or those darn little balls of light that you never, you never can catch. Whoa, down, kitty. <laughs> Casey, I, I don't think I've ever hated you more. <laughs> this is your shining moment. You're by far doing the best. Yeah, I know. Really <laughs> oh my god. Um, we don't know that stuff yet. Maybe these fine people have heard something about him. I'll go ask. Batman starts walking. Then Superman puts out his arms and strides ahead. <clears throat> <clears throat> Excuse me, you fine citizens, but do you happen to know of a new superhero? A new superhero? No. Joseph, have you? I gotta say, I'm a little shocked. Uh, No no way. Are you (laughs) really Superman? Oh my goodness, and Wonder Woman, and the Hulk, and, and, and... Oh, get a hold of yourself. No, we haven't. Do you know of a place we could stay? Apparently all the inns are full. I know a man down by the road who has a nice stable. You could ask if he knows of a place. Spider-Man's getting better. Oh, I'm still just so shocked. Wow, you guys are all my heroes. You saved the world, like, every day. And you're here, right now. (laughs) It says, we know. It We're says, pretty that's powerful. Just, it says Joseph comes. <laughs> Does the anime all, uh, screech? All this for the first time. In striking fierce poses. So you can interpret <laughs> fierce however you want there. <laughs> Wonder Woman. Uh, oh, Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. Oh, my. Miss, are you pregnant? <gasps> You're not supposed to yes, ask. Yes. I'm due almost any day. It may even be tonight. Oh, there's nothing better than a baby, says Catwoman. <laughs> Just like trading off lines very quick. I think you delineated pretty well. Okay. Uh, oh, Excellent. I hope we run into you again. I would love to hold your baby. That sounds like a threat. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a baby around? Because I like holding them. I like holding them down. Oh, can you just... Do your lines okay? Cut him off. No, no, I'd like to hear Superman riff on this for a little bit longer. I want to hear where this is going. Sometimes they squirm and sometimes they cry, but I just hold them down. I never let them up. That's what we need to say next holiday at dinner. <laughs> so then the Hulk says, me too. I love to rock babies to sleep. And you're sure you don't crush them? <laughs> Yes, Yes, that would be nice. I'm sure I'll need all the help I can get. You, you, you would come see us again? Oh, wow. And then I faint. Um, Do you know, um, do you know if it's a boy or a girl? What are you going to name him? It's a boy and his name shall be Jesus. This is a superhero's gift in tenth size. And Joseph is revived. Joseph's Dude, Joseph sucks so bad. Wow. Isn't it funny, like, even in this, like, watered-down, terrible story, like, Mary's contempt for Joseph shines through. 
Well, my feet are getting sore. I think that will give the man with the stable a try. Good luck uh, with your search for this superhero. Uh, uh-huh. Congrats on your There's... baby. I'm so excited for you. Good luck with the baby. So baby. everyone. Don't forget. Baby. Let me hold it. All right. Superheroes so action stage of left. Noise. Time for the shepherd boys to come in. All right, shepherds. All right. Zach Shepherd really, and Shepherd Smith. Really good. Oh, so we got to draft new new accents. Ooh, what shepherds. am I going to do? What am I going to do? <clears throat> hmm. I'm going to be uh, Tom DeLong. <laughs> Tom DeLong Shepherd. Hi. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be uh, Scott Stapp. That's a bold move. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what is Scott Stapp? This job is so lame. <laughs> oh, it's a okay. it's a musical. Great. It is hey, now. I wouldn't complain. It's paying for your data plan for that fancy phone. Heaven forbid you couldn't text on the job. <laughs> Everyone's exiting right now. Yeah, this bit's not going to get old. I'm like, there's like two pages of this. How long is this? It's Tom DeLong. We're, like, we're like two thirds of the way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I walked into that one. <laughs> oh, I think I ran into that one. Long enough. I'm like, <laughs> ha ha ha! You think you're so funny? Oh. No, seriously, this job is so boring. Nothing exciting ever happens. I mean, all my friends work at Starbucks and get coffee for free. And what do I get? I get to watch Homer. My fly night and shovel sheep poop, gross. Thank Where you, are they shoveling the poop, that. though? They're pooping out in the field. Why do they need to shovel it? That's fertilizer. <laughs> yeah, that is a valid oh, question. Let, look, let Scott Stapp do his ballads, okay? Scott doesn't know anything about sheep. <laughs> but he knows everything about rock and roll, so just stay uh, out of I his guess... way. Uh, well, oh, come on. It isn't that bad. It's clear night on Christmas Eve, which it's also like it's it's. Why is it Jesus Christmas isn't Eve born Jesus yet? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. I guess we're just a little preemptive. Is that you can just that it, it was a pagan thing? Yeah, that must be. It's a okay. solstice or something. I'm done. You could just stare out into the black sky full of stars. And really appreciate the wonder that God created. I don't think we can keep this bit going. It's pretty no, tough. It's taking you a really <laughs> that would long be very time long. these lines done. Very Tom DeLonge. And I'm to, also to starting to get concerned for whether or not my entire family can hear what the fuck is going on in here. <laughs> I'm, looking and I'm getting a little self-conscious about it. Yeah, at work, why you lost your voice. That'll yep. be good. <clears throat> I was Ugh, playing. The you're part. one. Of, all right, let's. We're gonna roll through. I this. was playing the part of a shepherd, Spider-Man, and Batman in a Christmas <laughs> play <laughs> online. Ugh, you're one of those those God people. Well, yeah, I guess I am. I mean, I don't know. I have heard that God is sending His Son from to save us from our sin. There wasn't then, a single person during this time that wasn't a God person. Who's just the voice? 
Uh, yeah, that's Jeremiah. Because I think it's Jeremiah's the voice of the angel. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, you got that right. <laughs> yes. Shepherds oh. cling to each other in fear and scream. Who, who is that? I'm trained in karate and I'm not afraid to use it. Oh, and better Eastern question. Martial art that was had not made its way out to uh, see a West master yet. of karate and friendship to everyone. <laughs> karate was invented in Louisiana by a guy with a rat tail, though. By the way. <laughs> better question. Okay, where are you, Casey? You can't be Tom DeLonge up till this point and then not, where are you? When you get to that <laughs> line in the play, are you kidding me? I thought you picked my voice because you saw true. this line. I should have revived the bit for just a sec. Where uh, are you? So uh, uh, a spotlight is supposed to shine down on our face um, from the kid who's too old for youth group, but he still comes for some reason. He's in the balcony doing the spotlight. Mm, and we shield our eyes i'm right here guys do not be afraid i'm an angel from god i bring you good news (laughs) sheesh lay off the glare my miley cyrus called (laughs) and she wants her sequined bodysuit back (laughs) miley cyrus got nothing on my shine brother but i have to tell you that jesus (laughs) the son of god was born tonight Rejoice, Emmanuel, the savior of the universe, is born tonight here in Bethlehem. I like the added syllables to words. That's nice. That's a nice touch. Yes. You like you like the 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 heavenly host angel, baby Billy. Oh my gosh! Is, is hey, that I think, I think people would be, angel? People wouldn't be so scared when they get talking to angels if they just sounded like their waitress down at the Cracker Barrel. Like they're on an episode of Baby Billy's Bible Bonkers. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The disarming southern angel here to kill your firstborn. Oh, that's <laughs> why I wish I had her. Anyway. Oh my goodness. Are you serious? How exciting. Where is he? Can I go see him? Yes, please do. Follow his star by night and you'll find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes. All right, let me explain what following a star means. You look at that star. You're just going to walk towards it. You can't because it's up in the air. But imagine you're just going to, all right, here's a sundial. All right, let me explain how the sundial. No. All right. I'm going to bail out of the bit. Back over to you. <laughs> you're going off script, Jeremiah. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know what swaddling clothes mean, but I'm assuming when I see the baby, I'll know I'm in the right place. But what does this mean? Why is this baby such a big deal? All right. So. God sent his son, Jesus, so we could be forgiven of our sins. Not we, meaning me. I don't have to actually be forgiven. I'm an angel. You need to be forgiven of your sins. When we do bad things or make bad choices, we're sinning against God. When we sin, we're moving away from God. But God loves us so much that he's willing to send his only begotten son to us so that even when we do sin, we are forgiven. It's called grace. Isn't that great? As the angel describes the opposite of grace in the previous few sentences, that's that's nice. That's a nice touch. Uh, grace wow. is like when Grace is like when Superman does not hold your baby because we all know what happens then. <laughs> or Hulk when Hulk doesn't smash it. Wow, God's love is amazing. I know a congregation. Oh, that's you, Shepherd too. I know a congregation in Renton, Washington, that eats, that knows a thing or two about that grace thing. They have some crazy pastor always talking about it. 
Man, oh that sounds God. like a reference. That sounds like a reference that would have just killed in the right in the right company. All right, don't you worry. We know that congregation too, and that that crazy Kirby guy. Don't worry, he's oh, going to be indicted on charges in the next three years. And just wait <laughs> for uh, it, it'll be for his activity. Uh, I'm prophesying on a on a it seems like a January six. <laughs> you mean dun, Pastor dun, dun. Kirby that's not allowed to close his door? <laughs> he's not allowed on the internet no more I don't get how sending a baby is going to help though how is he going to stop me from sinning oh he's a real powerful baby so you've seen all those superheroes right well imagine he's like more <laughs> powerful than that in fact he's going to use the power of building a relationship with God he will be a way for us to see God and know that he loves us so no matter how far we try to move away from God Jesus will be there to remind us that God will never give up on us uh, but seriously, get a move on over to the stable. That that's the star right over there. That's the light goes out. Go out, and then the superheroes enter, looking weary from their frantic searching. Excuse me, fine shepherds. Have you heard anything about a new superhero that is coming to save the earth? We've been looking all day for him. We're tired. Where is he? <laughs> We're scared he's going to take our jobs. <laughs> you have to do that. Send the son of God to earth. Yeah, send the son of God to earth to take our jobs. Oh, my word. Whoa, first angel, now superheroes? Maybe this job isn't so lame after all. I don't know anything about a new superhero, but did you hear that God's son was born tonight? Wait, did you say God's son? That's our guy. Whoa, 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 Hulk. We have not been searching for a baby. How could a baby save the world? I don't really get it either, but we're just going to weirdly believe this and just go see. I just want to see the super baby God thing. <laughs> exit. Everyone exits. exit. Jesus Christ. This line of the play. I just want to see this super baby God thing. Yeah. Everyone bear with us. This is page six. If you're still listening, this congratulations. If you're not, we will uh simultaneously all end this podcast in unison. <laughs> as soon as we're done. Okay. The last scene, Mary says, Oh, isn't he wonderful? Oh, I never knew that a baby was this wonderful. God has given us such a blessing. And then the superheroes superhero storm, storm in. in. Stomp, stomp, stomp. Where's the baby? <laughs> Hulk, All Hulk right, you superhero. <laughs> Hulk picks up a donkey and just rips it in half. Where is he? It's just like a gore and visceral. Donkey! <laughs> All right, you superhero. Put your hands up. Nobody's taking my job. Let me yeah. hold you. Yeah, what he said. Oh my goodness, boys, settle down. Can't you tell there's a baby sleeping? Well, uh, yeah, but he is going to take our jobs and, 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 but he's so cute. Let me hold him. <laughs> yes, he is. I didn't expect to see you guys again so soon, but what is this about my son taking your jobs? Well, we heard that Jesus is his new superhero coming to town. And that they say he's going to save the whole world from sin. Coming so, to town. 
also known as immigration. <laughs> How dare he? How dare so this we thought that no one would need job. us anymore, but this is a baby, so we don't have anything to worry about, guys. I don't know You're how to right. make a whole cooing at the baby noise. Who's <laughs> at the baby? <laughs> I was tired. So, were they wrong? Is Jesus just a baby? Where is he? <laughs> well, right now he is. But God has great plans in store for him. He will grow up and save us from our own sin. We all heard about that. I, Shepherd One's voice changes every time. <laughs> Scott Staff's getting younger. <laughs> I just get, an angel came to us and told us not to be afraid because Jesus was born. And he will bring us grace. You know, you're starting to sound like one of those church people. <laughs> Whoa, I am. Well. Could I maybe come to church with you sometime? Yeah, I think I know just the place in Bumbleburg, Washington. <laughs> Bumbleburg. Perfect. They got a crazy pastor. Kirby. He lets me hold babies. <laughs> come on, Superman. We're almost done. Yeah. Oh, wait. Is it my turn? Oh. Yes. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. So Jesus isn't going to take over my job. I still get to go out there and save people and hold that again. delicious baby. <laughs> of course, you could still go save people, but God sent his son so that we can be saved from ourselves and the sins we do. You ever do sin? I do <laughs> sin all the time. I do Guys. sin in my pants every night. Jesus is reminding us of God's love and how we can share it with others. So now, when you save people, you can tell them about Jesus' power and about God's unending love for us. Wow, okay, I think I could do that. Stop right there, mister. I will save you. I will save you innocent citizens. But Jesus will save you with God's love. I like it. They're going to be like, let me fall to my death, please. <laughs> Just stop talking. <laughs> I'm so glad you all came to see Jesus, and now you will spread God's love. I'm not afraid anymore. I'm trusting God and his plan. This is a Merry Christmas. And all God's people said, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. God's peace. peace. Where is he? <laughs> you can just think that up later, hopefully. I want to see the baby. <laughs> so, thank Very you for enjoying that episode. production of a if you're super still here, then Christmas you're special. by Vanessa Unti, uh, the youth minister at Church the Servant at Christ the Servant Lutheran Church in Bellingham. Washington. Are we comfortable calling this the first annual growing up Christian uh, Christmas special Christmas play? The first growing up Christian Christmas play. I'm the gonna, actual best Christmas pageant ever. I'm going to find drafting like an advent calendar of crappy Christmas plays that we're going to do every week. <laughs> You're a cruel I'm, God. I'm going to find <laughs> Vanessa Unti on Instagram and tag her when we post this episode. <laughs> Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening. If you like the show, leave us a review where you listen to it. 
And don't forget, we got a Discord where you Maybe can come. Maybe don't encourage people to leave a review after listening to this episode. Only five but- stars. <laughs> five stars. I give Sam's <laughs> Batman voice five stars. Thank you. <laughs> what about my Scott Stapp? Four, maybe three? I thought it was pretty accurate, but that in and of itself is, lends sure. itself to poor star ratings. Hmm. Okay. It's like the Amazon. I haven't opened this yet, but it seems okay. And if Jeremiah was the angel that came and told me that my wife was pregnant with somebody else's baby, I would trust and obey because there's, there's no, no other, other way. way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was cute. Join our Discord. Tell us about books that you're reading or music that you're listening to, or maybe the racist thing. Your grandma said at Thanksgiving that mm, it was just, it was, it was a lot at the time and you had yeah. to keep a straight face, but you know what? You did all right. And uh, now you need to de- debrief with some fellow yeah. people who understand what you're going through. Christmas is coming and it's only going to repeat itself again and again for the rest of uh, the next couple years. You know, a lot of nurses are black. (laughs) (laughs) Or at least that's what I'm told over and over again. (laughs) Well, it's either that or having to answer the, when are you guys popping out some babies? Only when I can have a super God thing baby. That's it. Only when Superman will hold it. I'd be like, yeah. I'm going to end this genetic line right here. I'm going to do <laughs> yes. the right thing. We're, the family's going to walk off into the sunset. We're done. You know? With a polo tie. <laughs> I decide who ends this family line. <laughs> Before we have a child that inevitably becomes a, a, a muckbanger. <laughs> yeah, that's a risk. That's a, that's a huge risk. Like, what if they're an anime fan? Come on. I, I mean, that's a pretty heavy overlap on the Venn diagram anyway. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Name one yeah. banger that doesn't only ex- exclusively watch anime and hentai. You yeah. can't have one without the other. Thank you for listening and have a good week. <laughs> <laughs>